Welcome to Enlightenedhood, a sacred space for mothers, mothers to be, and mothers by proxy to share how mindfulness and spirituality intertwine with one of life's biggest responsibilities, motherhood. Each week, we will gather nuggets of inspiration, empowerment, and wisdom from wild and woke mamas who are tapped into their highest selves and raising the next generation along with the consciousness of this planet. I'm your host, Lena Lemos, founder of Enlightenedhood, a community of mindful and spiritual mamas committed to personal growth and divine sisterhood through our one-of-a-kind inner work membership and spiritual magazine. Welcome. I am so grateful that you're here. Hello, you mindful mamas. I've recorded this intro so many different times, but I just feel like I'm at such a loss right now for words and what to say. This is just, it's truly such a weird time. And I know we all keep saying that and we're kind of all going through those different phases of our social distancing and quarantining during this coronavirus. And it's really a process. So my guest and I today actually had a conversation that was longer than the one you're about to hear. And we were talking about the imposter syndrome, which is something we all have to go through and all have to deal with and recognize in order to grow and step into our most authentic, confident self. But as I was listening to it, and as I personally, and we all continue to deal with this pandemic, The second half of our conversation was about coronavirus in dealing with this time and my amazingly insightful guest, Rachel, kind of hit the nail right on the head and she called it grief, that we're all grieving right now. And as soon as she said it and since our conversation, it has just stuck with me because it really, it really is grief. And I think I'm processing in in a lot of different ways. And I'm sure we're all affected in different ways. We're all dealing with it in different ways. We're all kind of, you know, the seven stages of grief. We're all kind of going through this cyclical up and down ebb and flow of whatever this quarantine time looks like. So I felt really called that 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 part of the conversation is what you needed to hear right now without anything leading up to it. Because the more we can be conscious of what we're feeling and what others might be going through, I think the better that we can all support one another and that we can nurture ourselves. So as a result, I have also tagged on a three-minute gratitude meditation at the end of this podcast. That is one of the meditations that our collective members get, but no matter what we're going through right now, we could all use a little pick-me-up, and gratitude is always that high-frequency action and thought that is going to get us there. So stay tuned for the end of this episode where I will just kind of plug in an amazing gratitude meditation. Only takes three minutes that Megan will lead you through. My guest today is Rachel Dash Daughtery, also known as the Grounded Therapist. She is a licensed clinical social worker, life coach, and trauma-sensitive 200-hour yoga teacher. 
Rachel specializes in helping women manage and move beyond imposter syndrome and realize their power and self-worth through science-backed strategies to improve their mental and physical strength. Again, Rachel and I are talking about grief during the coronavirus, and you may hear us talk about imposter syndrome, which we did discuss before the audio I'm about to play you, which I hope to share with you another time, but I just, again, feel so called that this is the message that you need to hear right now in order to make it through, and I just want to let you know that whatever you're feeling right now, it is okay, it is valid, breathe work through it. And if you need some help raising your energy, dealing with this grief or whatever you're processing during this time, stay tuned for the end of this episode and we will walk you through a really short meditation. So here's Rachel. Yeah, absolutely. It's such a, it's such an interesting and weird and an emotional roller coaster time because as you were thinking as you were talking about mourning I was thinking this really is a time there's a lot of grief happening right now no matter in what ways that we're experiencing it there's so many different aspects of our life to grieve but there's also I've also, it's really just like such a huge spectrum of emotions and it's been really hard to navigate as much as I've had tried to stay grounded and had a mindfulness practice because these are such weird times and I've felt like extreme joy to this grief and it's just such a strange thing to navigate. Yeah, I, um, it's grief. I've been trying to validate that for, like I would shout it if I could get up to my roof, the ladder, I'm too scared to put my ladder that high, but like I would be shouting like, you're grieving, it's okay, we're all grieving because I don't know if that message has come across. So I've been hearing it more and more. Um, but we're, we're grieving our former lives. We're grieving our routine. We're grieving our safety, our control. Like so many things have been pretty quickly peeled away. And Mm -hmm. so that's like immediate grief and mourning. And some of us are responding to, you know, stirring up some old stuff, some trauma or some whatever issues that have gone on. And so it's just being mindful of that. So I think for the first week, we were all like frozen of just like, what is (laughs) this feeling we're feeling? What's happening here? And I think a lot of us also thought, myself included, that this was going to be a lot shorter of a time frame because that's what was told to us. Like my daycare said, oh, we'll close for two weeks. We'll see. And I was like, yeah, I could do two weeks. That's fine. Mm -hmm. I just brought my office chair to my house, right? Because I thought I was going to be back in my office. I've been sitting on a dining room chair for five, six hours a day. It is horrendously uncomfortable. Yeah. But, but, and now that like, oof, that reset me back a little bit oh, I'm accepting that I'm not going to be back in my office for a while. Like I lugged this big chair that couldn't barely fit in my own car to my house because I'm going to be working here for a while. So mm-hmm. that was pretty tough. I think that was Saturday. It might've been yesterday. Can't remember. Yeah. Right. And time's being weird. Right? Time's online. so weird. Mm-hmm. It's so weird. I, on March 30th, I remember saying to my husband, because he had been home for two weeks, I think the Jersey schools here, well, at least the school district season started March 17th, that they closed. And then on the, it was like the beginning of April, it's like, oh my gosh, it has already felt like we've done this forever. And we Mm -hmm. have another month to go, if not more. Right, right. And that's grief that if you were inserted, you know, my friend, parent, somebody I loved passed away, right? 
it would be the same, right? Mm-hmm. It feels like so much time's gone by, uh, like time is traveling weird, and um, you know, like my brain is foggy, and mm-hmm. it's all sludgy, right? It's, that's grief. Those are all grief symptoms. Yeah, that's so true. And I didn't consider that before you were saying it, but <laughs> it's it's so true. And it's been a very now, see, now it's just sinking in and I'm thinking about this, that it's true because grief is so nonlinear in the way that we process, in the way that we face it. And it, it is true. Yep. Sorry. It all, yep. it all makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I can validate that for you while it's upsetting at the same time. I'm sure everyone listening is like, oh, oh. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Sorry. I've been doing this for a few weeks now. So, uh, I've put it together pretty early just because of the field I'm in. I was like, Oh, that's true. Grief guys. That's true. You have to have anyone else. A lot of people work through this, but no, it's true. (laughs) And it's also hard when, when we can't have that contact with our loved ones and they're Mm -hmm. grieving too, or they're having different experiences that seem like they are, um, grieving harder having for instance my sister's getting married or was getting married in June um Mm. so going through that and now she just got tested for coronavirus so like it hits very close to home Mm -hmm. and um there's there's a lot of grief that goes into that and then it's almost it it, and then it goes full circle to the imposter syndrome like Mm -hmm. who am I to not be as sad as everyone else or you know to not have these types of experiences so yes grief right. absolutely grief. yep and and empathy too um i was just um listening to something and you know empathy is you can enjoy your life while people are grieving right like just because nurses in new york city and doctors are like working 24 hours a day and not sleeping and like having being these incredibly heroic people doesn't mean i shouldn't like go to sleep tonight because i still mm-hmm. need to be here for my family while yes. sending empathy and like scouring around to see if I have any like gloves I can mail them. I don't, I don't have any, but I would, if I could find a pair in my house, I would just mail them. So it doesn't like, it's not a formula. that's like, if this, then that, right. Like Mm -hmm. we're all collectively grieving different, you know, and impact in very different ways. That doesn't mean we can't have empathy, but also enjoy our lives, which is another, it's like a survivor, right? Like a trauma survivor or, um, someone who survived something when other people pass away, it's, it's okay to survive, right? That's like a big military thing too. And I live in a military town, um, but it's okay that you survive. Yeah. And it's also the important recognition that all of our truths are different and that Mm -hmm. the, the level, like just because we think someone's highs or lows are a different gradient than ours, it doesn't make ours any less valid. Right. Oh, big time. A lot of validation needs to happen for whatever feelings people are feeling. Because again, we're all grieving and we all grieve in different ways. And you're right, it's not linear. There's lots of stages and people are going to go through them and then go back and do it some more. And so we just have to like be compassionate with everybody. And yeah, we can't, one of, um, I keep putting my own quote up on my social media, which is you can't do this crisis right. Yes. Because right, that's where the imposter syndrome comes in is oh, I have to do like this Pinterest perfect Instagram mom businessy thing. It's like everyone chill out. It's messy. It's gross. Like grieving is very ugly and that's super fine. It's supposed to be hard. That's why it's called a process. So being okay with that and not trying to put like, oh, I should learn Spanish during this crisis. (laughs) Like, no, I can't keep up with my own laundry, right? Like, it's okay. I'm not going to come out of this with like a new skill, but I'm going to try and like maintain my sanity and keep my family safe and be there for my clients. But like, I'm not coming out of this with more of something, but I am going to try to maintain. 
and certainly not lose. Yeah, that I think that's the part that it's made me feel really icky too, because as much as I've tried to not watch the news and I've been good about that, it's the the brands and the companies who are using this um, as a almost like that where come out on the other side of this quarantine, learning something new and having a different body and being healthier. And that just triggers it all over again. Um, so I think it's also important to be, if you're, you have that platform and that space to be responsible um, For sure. in, re- in recognizing that grief and what we're all going through. Yeah. And I, and yeah, and also power to anyone who can pull that off. Like, I'm not saying don't do it if you can, but right, it's just sort of managing, like if you're a single person or a person in quarantine with one other person and right, you have the flexibility to learn Spanish, like go, go do it, right. Get yeah. a perfect body when you're done with the quarantine. But for the most of us who are human and not superhuman, right. Like it's going to be about maintaining and like maybe working on your mindset, right. Like I'm still selling therapy, right. Like I Mm -hmm. sell stuff during this time I run a business. So it's about kind of noticing where that's coming from. Is it coming from a place of service or is it coming from a place of like profit? But like lots of people are going to make liquor stores, make so much money during recessions <laughs> and quarantines. And I'm not going to be mad at them. <laughs> right? Like, great. You give right. a distraction. Okay. Right. And so it's just sort of like managing again, like your own expectations and like, cool. If a whole bunch of people get to learn something new by the end of it, power to you. That's not going to be me. And I'm not going to feel bad about that. So just right. sort of like noticing like that's not a capacity I have right now. If I want to sleep and eat and like be calm. <laughs> yeah. Have you found that tied with the imposter syndrome is this idea of like FOMO, almost fear of missing out that you think everyone's doing it and you should too? Oh, for sure. And social media, unfortunately, is just a really big pusher of that because Mm -hmm. it's just, you have to remember that's a highlight reel. Like for the first few weeks, I was posting photos of myself in my bedroom special because I was, you know, happy to be home and like, and also on poor Rachel like I look back and I'm like remember you thought this was going to be two weeks of being home <laughs> of course I was like cracking myself up by taking selfies in my like office and also just letting people know that I was available you know to be a support to them and I didn't stop seeing clients and I've definitely stopped that I only do sock photos now because I have a great sock collection that makes mm-hmm. me happy right mm-hmm. but like that's evolved because it's really not as fun <laughs> to be in my bedroom all the time as it started out to be and so there's going to be a process there but it's all also a highlight reel, right? You're not seeing me melting down and crying on my couch after I brought my purple chair home from my office. I'm not going to post that. That's a private moment. But this doesn't mean it's not happening. So like you have to remember that it's a highlight reel versus the reality. And anyone who's like pushing that, I really would question like so many things, so many questions for those people. I agree. I agree. I I So just don't do it. (laughs) Don't set yourself up. I think it would be a really fun game for us all to kind of like put together our own timelines of this evolution of mm-hmm. the quarantine and kind of go back and watch the roller coaster. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would be a pretty interesting thing. There are some memes of, like, you know, the expectation versus the reality, which is great, but it also <laughs> like a little too light for me. I think it's somewhere in between of like, yeah, we had expectations, but also, holy crap, this is super hard and that's okay. It's mm-hmm. okay that it's hard and it's okay that it's sad and yeah. we're all not going to like learn a new skill, just a few yeah. of us. Yeah, I think for me, what triggers me the most is I can be pretty removed from it when I'm in my house because I, I mean, from working at home and being home with my daughter, I mean, life for me in that aspect hasn't changed 
that yes, much, sir. but it's when I go to the grocery store mm. and it, it all like people are so scared to even look at each other. Of course, the, the six feet apart and the social distancing and the lines and kind of that, it almost feels like a apocalyptic post like dystopian movie that I'm in. And I think mm-hmm. that's what triggers my, um, my anxiety and my emotional roller coaster because I'm, I mean, it, it's funny that I feel that way about it because I'm an introvert and I am empathic. So people's energy feed, like I feed off of that um, unknowingly a lot of times. And it's just so interesting that I miss so much being able to just like smile at people and be around the energy of others. And it's, it's interesting what we, I saw a meme that it was something like all the introverts are out there like, please host a party once it's over. I promise I'll come this time. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Yep. You don't know what you're missing out on, but also, yeah. Right. Like even introverts, right. We like have a small group of people that they interact with. Uh, but yeah, you can be really removed from this potentially just like, you know, all, all major nationals or international crises, right? If it doesn't necessarily impact you, it's really hard to kind of connect, but this one's touching everybody. And yes. so it's where we're all feeling it or seeing it in different ways. Yeah, absolutely. It's definitely, it, I mean, it just keeps going back to the fact that it's messy and there, there's no right way to do it because if we like you said, it's grief and there, there's no right way to process grief. And huh, yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> yeah, no, it is. It absolutely. Is. So, um, which is why, um, what I was saying during sort of time about like selling stuff that this, it, even though this is a hard time, this is a time to work on your mindset and work on mm-hmm. yourself, not the like learn a new skill sort of way, but just being more mindful and because there's really no excuse to not notice your thoughts right now, even when you're working, even when you're home with your kids and your family, it is a really good time to work on that mindset stuff because there are no excuses because there are just so many fewer distractions, right? There's a lot of therapy jokes about um, like how many babies are going to come out of this, but also how many divorces (laughs) because there's no hiding anything now you are with people you've chosen to have in your life like 24 hours a day without a weekend no breaks really and so there's going to be a lot of interesting things that come out of this but I encourage anybody to just be mindful of your mindset and start to pay attention even if that's all you can do is just noticing those inner dialogues because for once there's way less going on and there's Mm -hmm. way less reasons to not do that work Yeah. There's so many less things, so much less noise and so many things that we can kind of, I don't know if you feel this way, but I think I've been able to better identify where those triggers are coming from. So I'm like, oh, well, it could only be a few things. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Cause there's less questions. You're right. Cause there's a lot less noise. I like that. That's actually interesting. Yeah. It's, yeah, this is the time to do that mm-hmm. because right there's less people coming over and you're not going to all these different places. So you have some time. Like a lot of us um, have gained like a ha- half an hour to an hour t- twice a day from driving to our offices if you didn't work from home before. And so there's potentially a little bit of time to learn about yourself. Mm-hmm. Yes, I think it's it's been it's almost like we got more time but we also lost time depending For on sure. if you're home with your kids or working or what that looks like 
oh yeah, no, I gain two hours, but I also use them to take care of my kids. <laughs> right. Cause then my husband can work for those two hours and then I can work. And so, yeah, absolutely. We've gained and lost, but we get to work out together and that's mm. really fun on the days that she'll do it with me. Um, but we get to do a little stretching together, which we didn't really have time for, you know, when we were rushing off to work and daycare. Yeah, that is nice. And I love looking out the window and seeing everyone going for walks. Oh, so much walking. Uh, I live in a very rural area and I've never seen this many people (laughs) since my move to Connecticut outside my window. Oh yeah. There are people in our neighborhood never go for walks. It's only if they're walking their dog, but now we just see just families walking together. I'm like, Mm -hmm. you know what? That's really nice. Mm -hmm. So that'll be a thing that comes out of this is nature will have a revitalization for sure. I hope so. So tell me, what is on your spiritual bucket list? I would like to do a three to five day silent retreat, Mm. somewhere tropical, maybe. Um, Not going to happen for a while, but that would be a really great thing to experiment, to be alone with myself for that long, silently. Mm. Yeah. I, that's on my list too. A lot of people have said that. And, you know, before I started asking this question, I, I mean, I had known about them and I've heard about like the silent dance parties and stuff, but I Mm -hmm. never had learned much about them. And then I did some research and now it is on my list as well. (laughs) Awesome. Maybe I'll see you there. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Uh, Well, Rachel, it's been such a pleasure having you on this podcast. And as you know, I like to end with wise words for anyone listening who needs some encouragement to make it through these times or just some inspiration to step into their highest self. So what are your wise words to end on? Yeah. So it's an Alice Walker quote. Some periods of our growth are so confusing that we don't even recognize that growth is happening. Often the feeling is anything but pleasant, but what is most unpleasant is the not knowing what is happening. Hey mamas, it's me again. I am going to play you the outro music before we start the meditation, just so once you're in that calmer state that you're not interrupted again by the podcast outro music. So the meditation will be brought to you right after this. Thank you for listening to Enlightenhood. For more wisdom from spiritual mamas like you in the form of guided meditations, videos, articles, masterclasses, and more, check us out at enlightenhood.com or connect with us on Instagram at enlightenhood. If you need a tribe of like-minded women to dive into personal and spiritual development with, check out our monthly membership where we show up, go inward and upward together. Enroll today at enlightenhood.com backslash membership for less than the cost of a yoga class. Until next time, you mindful mamas. First, just give yourself a hug of gratitude for taking time out of your busy day to treat yourself with a meditation. Gently finding a nice, comfortable seated position Softly close your eyes. Beginning to deepen your breath, inhaling through your nose and exhaling out your mouth. Feeling yourself relax with each exhale.
Beginning to visualize, with each inhale, you draw in a beautiful white light, filling your body with this beautiful wave of gratitude. And as you exhale, relax. Inhale through your nose, drawing in this beautiful light, filling you up. And exhale, soothing and relaxing. Inhaling through your nose, being thankful for your body, thankful for all that you are and all that you do. And letting that breath out your mouth. As you visualize that deep breath, that beautiful white light filling you up. And as we exhale, beginning to imagine sending that air of gratitude, sending those waves of love out around us. As we inhale, we draw in that white light. And as we exhale, we begin to surround ourselves with this beautiful white light. Surrounding ourselves in gratitude. Surrounding ourselves in love. Inhaling through our nose. Exhale, pushing that white light out around us. Encircling those with us today. Bathing in this beautiful white light and this light of gratitude. Inhaling through your nose, drawing it in. And this time with our full exhale, sending it out even farther out around our space, around our homes, into our neighborhoods, to all those around us, being grateful for everything it provides. Inhaling through your nose and exhale out this beautiful white light. Inhaling, being fully filled with gratitude, feeling love, and exhale, sending that back out into the world. Just continuing with these nice full inhales and exhales until you feel yourself completely relaxed, feeling grateful, feeling gratitude for all that you are and carrying this feeling with you throughout the rest of your day. Feeling yourself surrounded by this white light in all that you do. Gently drawing your awareness back into your center. Softly opening your eyes. <laughs>